0: All right, I think, I think I've done enough intros, Evie. I think, you know, here you are, step up to the plate. It's your chance. Skill, eh? Yeah, you skills. know, the, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get better at it if you don't try it. Give us an intro. Take it away, Evie.
1: Okay, I'm gonna take a deep breath. Kiara, welcome to the Tahi with Soramalo and Evie. Today we have a lot of interesting stuff on the show, including an interview with Bella from Coast Arcade and um, tea towel takeover Amen. which is very cool and also something to do with music will happen mm-hmm. and also something to do with movies will happen that was that hours out of 10 out of 10
0: out of 10 I mean hey we didn't crash and burn we didn't start laughing you nailed some things thank you but what's the day today
1: oh um it's Tuesday the 23rd of May 2023 in case you forgot what year it was.
0: Uh, Amen. Oh, Amen. Um it is also I want to take a shot in the dark here. Let's take bets. Um we've got posters up around town. Yeah. Um how long before you think somebody like vandalizes one of our posters? That's um, our countdown today.
1: 15 minutes from now.
0: 15 minutes from now. I
1: don't have I don't have the most likable face, eh? I bet someone's gone up there and done something.
0: I guarantee you my one about the Auckland City Blues being the best rugby team in the world, G- give it within the day. 24 yeah, hours from going up. A regional? Yeah. yeah.
1: My one, my, you know, hell to die on was like, upper heart's worse than lower heart. mm um, which you know what well, I stand by and if someone from Upper Heart has a problem with mm, that mm. meet me at the Upper Heart Kmart oh wait you don't have a Kmart so ugh, have to be at the Lower Heart Kmart then because it's better mm. than Upper Heart mm. you know what I'm saying but also I love I love the whole heart love everyone love us all
0: oh no no you know. I think the Crusaders are gonna go
1: oh, yeah.
0: alright I'm all about the Welcome Blues you and like ahead. you know what when, when, I, when we put our forward like the things to marketing I was like They're like, you know this is going to be, like, around the country. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly my point. Yeah. Auckland City Blues.
1: Yeah. What type of guys to be supporting?
0: Well, I mean, you're from Wellington, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so Hurricanes. The Hurricanes. Let's go Hurricanes. But you also now live in Auckland. Auckland City Blues. Okay. You know, best team in the world. This is yeah, this yeah, is, super rugby. This is yeah. Super, super rugby in particular. Super rugby. If you want a team that's like actually doing Z. well, if you want a team that's actually doing well, don't support the Canes. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, Wellington. I love yous. I love yous. Your team just sucks, that's all. <laughs> um, actually, let's speak about positive. Um, American Idol. Have not watched it in many years, but if I see a Pas Fico person on there, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm down for the team. I'm here for the culture. Ian Tongi walked away the first Pacific Islander ever to win American Idol. Idol, Um, massive achievement, super emotional performances. I know. The song with, um, was it James Blunt? James Blunt, King of Twitter. Oh my goodness, that dude was like, I was like, I cried both times he's performed that song. It was, oh my goodness.
1: I was kind of binge watching all the clippies last night because Uh. again, yeah, I also didn't watch American Idol. I watched the clips of Katy Perry being mean to that lady, but that, that was sort of it. But oh my gosh, I was crying. This guy's amazing. Mm. He's amazing. I hope that he is the next Kelly Clarkson in the sense that, like, makes something awesome out of winning American Idol. You know what? Or Clay Aiken.
0: I mean, Ian Tongi, I wouldn't have watched the season of American Idol if it wasn't for him being on there. And what he's done is transcended anything I think people would understand unless you're Basifika. Like, he did this thing, and he may not have done it for all of us, but he did do it for all of us, you know? And it's, like, very inspiring to see... Someone that I think we can relate to winning. And not only that, not only is he Sam he's also Tongan. And he's from Hawaii. And he's oh, from the wow. north shore of Hawaii. This is our guy. He's <laughs> some Kalohi Kai in his, like, in the grand final. And I seen him sing Spawn Breezy's Don't Let Go when they went to Hawaii for, like, a special. It's sick. All round, Ian Tongi, the man. But right now, I wanna get into some negativity. Alright? I wanna get down and dirty. I want to talk about some beef I have with with admittedly the Queen. I'm not gonna. I don't want to put any dirt on her name, Janelle Monae. We need to talk about this because it genuinely bothered me. So I over the you saw my story over the weekend, right? I did. I did. Yeah. So um, Janelle Monae uh, last week or the week before, I think, it was released her single "Lipstick Lover," and I had this weird feeling about it when I listened to it that I'd heard it before. And then on Saturday, it hit me that. The I think it's the bridge in particular is very similar to Sammy Johnson's song, For Your Love from Two Years Earlier. So I posted it on my story. Everyone was messaging me, being like, Hey, well, you know what? It's great because both of them are covering a Stevie Wonder song. And I was like, that would be cool if it was a cover of Stevie Wonder's song, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's like, it's like that weird space of like it's it it kinda sounds like an ode to Stevie Wonder's original, For Your Love. Um but the beats and the vocals are far too similar, far, far too similar. And for example, here's a quick piece of Janelle Monae's "For uh, Lipstick Lover."
2: Cause for your love, I'll take my
3: time.
0: Now, that part right there is the is the ode to Stevie Wonder's original mm-hmm. "For Your Love," but. Anyway, the beat and the vocals are far too similar.
1: They are very very
0: similar, very, right? Very like very the similar. rest of Janelle's song doesn't sound too similar, but like in that particular section, it sounds shockingly close. And it's not just about the vocals, it's the vocals and the beat. Mm,
1: mm, I know mm. that
0: like in the realm of music, it's like only a matter of time before like we just start remaking stuff because there's no new music to I make, mean, right? It's inevitable.
1: We're halfway there.
0: But surely Surely you don't hear that and just think, oh, they're just covering Stevie Wonder. It's, it's a little It's shockingly too similar. Yeah. And
1: I just feel like I personally do get a bit irked with like, so I like song recreation. I like mm. a reinterpretation of a song or a new look at an old song. I love it. I love a cover. And I like that they both did a Stevie Wonder thing. They mm. are very similar though. My thing is like, If you're borrowing a song or using a song as inspiration or sampling or whatever, and you're not giving any credit to anyone else, Mm. it irks me. Like The Weeknd had that song, Out of Time, I think. Mm. And it was literally just Midnight Pretenders, which is a city pop song, Japan, the 80s. And there's no acknowledgement that this is another song. Mm. He doesn't change anything about it. He just turns some bits up, turns some bits down, and sings the exact same melody over it. Mm. It's just an English cover of an 80s song. Mm. Say that. That's fine. Be like, hey, it's me, The Weeknd. I found this song from the 80s that I love. Here's my version of it. Congrats to the person who originally made the song. No, he's just going to pass it off as his song.
0: Yeah, it's like, is this a cover? If so, you need to specify that. Like, I get that a lot of artists want to show love and share the artists that inspire them. Mm. But, like, at what point is it just kind of lazy? Well,
1: it's like, like, there's that
0: line where it's just kind of like, this feels like less of, like, a ode to the old mm. and more of just a blatant copy and, and recycling.
1: Yeah, I know there's a massive difference. Mm. And, like... Um... I was just about to make a really good point and I forgot
0: what it was. I'm so sorry. You were...
1: There was another song that I had in my mind that I'm like, oh, you know Torn by Natalie and Bruglia yes. Nothing's right, I'm torn. I'm all out of faith. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cover.
0: Yeah, I heard that. I That's think we, a cover. We were talking about that when we yeah. talked about covers that were better than the originals.
1: Like, I, It's just like, <laughs> but the thing is about that is like, you know, she obviously made, she made a big hit. Mm. It was a big hit. Good for her. Yay, yay, yay. But it's like weird to me that throughout that entire thing where you're getting, like, nominated for Grammys and you're getting invited on all the shows to talk about your song and it's not your song, isn't that kind of weird?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, weird to win an award for a record that isn't, like, entirely yours.
1: It's like when the Grammys hand out Best New Artist to a band that's been around for, like, six years and they're like, thank you, we're so happy to, like, be a band now and it's like, what are we doing here? Like... Let's just be honest, guys. Let's be honest with each other. Honesty is the best policy.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, giving Jack Harlow, like, best rap album or something like that.
1: Did that yeah. happen? No, no,
0: thank God. Okay. Oh, no, that mm. was Macklemore. Yeah, it was Macklemore. Yeah. of was like Kendrick Lamar.
1: Host Arcade have just released a new EP called Next To Me. I was lucky enough to catch up with lead singer, writer, and guitarist Bella from the band... It was such a good chat. Here it is. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm here with Bella from Coast Arcade. You have a new EP out. Tell me every single thing about the EP.
2: Every single thing about the EP, go. Okay. Yeah. Um, the EP is called Next To Me, um, which is also the name of the title track, as you do as musicians. Um, it's got five songs, two of them are previously released singles, Highest Heights and Surf Club that we released at the start of the year. Um, We recorded the EP at Joel Little's Big Fan Studios. Yeah, super, super stoked. That's Um, fun. Yeah, it's an awesome space. Uh, It's different to most studios we've worked in in that it's really intimate, which we loved being a band that are great mates and are new to this sort of thing so the big studios that are flashy kind of scare us <laughs> it's all like isolated rooms and things kind of intimidating a little bit and mm. there's also that pressure to like create something good when you're in there whereas at big fan it's just like real community um the boys were studying for exams while we recorded the ep so they came in recorded their parts and then went out and studied and then came back in and went back out yeah it was, a hustle. <laughs> yeah you got to when you're uh, studying NCA level two.
1: Gotta get your level toes, man. Yeah. Um don't stay in school, kids, don't drop out. No. Um would you have a favourite track from the EP?
2: My favourite track is Salty Blonde.
1: Yeah, sorry about Salty Blonde.
2: Salty Blonde um is what's it about? Well I like to set myself songwriting challenges when I write. Um because I just find it makes it way more interesting. And so I decided to write a song about the perspective of someone else writing a song about me.
1: That's so cool.
2: Yeah, it sounds a little bit more narcissistic than it is, I promise. But um, it was more, it just started off as like, also that idea of, because I'm the one writing about someone else, writing about me, there's that subconscious bias of, what I would like to be seen as. Mm. Um, and then as you write a song, it kind of grows legs and walks away from you. So a lot of the lines are just not so much to do with the theme, whereas just lines that just came as the song developed. But there's a couple key, really key ideas that I feel like harness the energy of me. So, yeah, and it's also just, like, my favourite track because it's called... Cool.
1: <laughs> I think that's that's so introspective because like if I was writing a song about myself from someone else's perspective, I'd be like, "That's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. She's so cool and yeah, so well, funny." <laughs> did you
2: just sing "Salty Blonde"? No. Oh my uh, god. Uh. Yeah. Well, I think for me, like blonde, blonde, blonde-ish, blonde enough. It counts blonde. I was blonde when I was younger. I promise. Um, and salty. Just comes from my sense of humor being quite blunt and sarcastic, and a lot of people don't pick up on it, and so they go, "Oh, <laughs> she's salty ass But I'm actually just really funny. No. <laughs> I promise. Um, so yeah, that's that salty blonde, but it's also just got like, it's got a nice slow start, and you don't expect it to go, where it does go. I think. And the drums, Tom plays really good drums on that track, so. Yeah. Shout out, shout out. Shout out Tom.
1: Um I really enjoy your writing. It kind of has anyone ever told you that your lyricism is sort of reminiscent of Beck Cuz no. like next to me for for me that track it's really yeah to me reminiscent of that Beck style of like um from what's the song like see your eyes first thing in the oh, morning. Oh, yeah. It kind of like gave me that. And I was oh, I like, I love oh, that work. Love it. Oh, I love her so much. Oh, my I'm God. I a got fan. a picture with her the other day. You're <laughs> kidding. I was really weird about it. Everyone else here was super cool about it. And I was like being very intense. I'd be the but same. she was really nice about it. Um, but speaking of, um, during Music Month this month, the theme this year is community and collaboration. Yeah. Is there like a dream? local collab for you?
2: Oh. That's a tough one. We've got so many great acts. You can do in a top five. Top five. We'd, I'd love to songwrite with Liz Stokes oh, from The yeah. Beths. I think they're just awesome. She's awesome. Jono from The Beths actually mixed our EP. So super, super soaked. Had a real, like, fangirl <laughs> moment about that. Um, we would really like to play a show um with like wet denim um and wellie park road would be great to collaborate with um like rodney fisher good good shirt um but wronger Oh, so,
1: so many. So, so many. many. I mean, let's make it happen. We're let's be. Lord, universe, if we're
2: right? going big, we're going, you know.
1: <laughs> Everyone I've asked that question to has just gone, oh, Lord. And I'm like starting to be like, should I preface the question with, like, okay, you can't pick Lord, but who else like, would you do? <laughs> I mean, i pick Lord too. I could do a closet. I mean, you know. So, so sure. you are part of Rock Quest, yeah. and I just want to get into the yarn of like how important Rock Quest is to local music and New Zealand music developing. Yeah. Um, what do you think?
2: Well, anyone who knows me knows I'm a massive Rock Quest stan. Um, for me, it was the best thing, being someone who was, like, mildly competitive as well. It, yeah, <laughs> it spurred me on a little bit. But I think uh, I did two years of Band Quest when I was in primary school, and then I did five years of Smoke Free Rock Quest, so I'm, like, a full veteran. You're a veteran. Yeah, no, yeah. I've been through it. And... I think the reason I feel it's so important uh, or was such a big part of my journey is because as a young musician, uh, especially when you're not involved in the scene, it's a real line between kids who take it into the scene and play gigs and just kind of play as a hobby, sort of thing, mm. or you know, don't really know how to take it that next step. And RockQuest is that next step. You know, it gave me, uh, you know, where I'm from, music is supported, but it's not a big thing. There's not a lot of kids who are into it. Um, bands, that's not a sceney kind of spot. Mm. But RockQuest gave me that uh, time to meet other musicians, talk to other musicians, make musician friends. Um, And that's why I think it's so important because it builds that community of musicians. And, you know, we all know each other. And yes, there's that huge debate about uh, music being judged or it's a competition for music because how can music be a competition? And I totally get that. I think it's super valid uh, because it does create a competitive nature among bands. But I think you get to a point where you're grown up enough to understand that it's rock quest. And when you come out, you are all equals. You look at bands like Park Road. They didn't win Rock Quest. Mm. They're doing incredible. Yeah. It's not about the winning. Um, but, yeah, I think Rock Quest is great. You know, they have to have the competition side of it to give kids the incentive to be a part of it. It gives you deadlines with having to write songs. Yeah, no, I can't speak highly enough of Rock Quest, I think. For me, it's just been, like, without it, I wouldn't be in the scene doing this band stuff, for sure.
1: That's awesome. I, too, love Rock Quest, which is why I wanted to get on this Yeah, year. It's the best. And I, I, I get what you're saying about, like, we shouldn't, like, judge music. It's bad. Whatever. I love competition. There's Everything in life is competition. There's always a winner. But <laughs> yeah. um, thank you so much for joining us today. Do you want to um, look at all the cameras and tell us how to listen to your new EP? Look at all all at once. Yeah, try your best. I'm going to look at that one. <laughs> there you go.
2: That one's looking at me. Um... Uh, I'm Bella from Coast Arcade and our new EP Next To Me is out right now on all streaming platforms um, and you should go and check it out.
1: That was Bella from Coast Arcade, their new EP Next To Me is out now. Definitely recommend having a listen to it if you're into Paramore and bands like that. It's a really, really great EP, definitely check it out. And it was really fun to talk to Bella.
0: As always, Monday's our day for new music as we add stuff to the Tahi Stream and you see our posts on social media. This week we had Fable as our featured artist who joined me on the show on Thursday for the release of their single Popstar in Maddox, which I'm loving.
1: I love that song. It's such
0: a good record. It's
1: awesome. It's fun. Not afraid to reference or not to reference. Mm. I love it. It's great.
0: I, I think, too, it's just crazy to me that a brown kid from South Auckland made a record that sounded like that because it's not what they they let us do. You yeah. know, like, it's not a it's not reggae, it's not gospel, it's not hip-hop, it's not R&B, it's its own thing. It's, it's kind super of alternative. Yeah, and I love that. I love that, like, Fable just kind of, like, broke the mould um, with the single, and they are our featured
1: artist. Uh, any highlights from uh, this week's list? Yeah, there's new Foley, everybody. Mm. Run, Don't Walk, new Foley, Let's Go, new song called Tongue. And every time I look at the spelling of tongue, I'm like, that's crazy to me. Tongue. Yeah, yeah, I
0: know. And it just always looks like it's spelled Tong-kue. wrong. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't, irrelevant. Irrelevant. But also, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's heaps of other cool new stuff as well. Like, we've got some new Molly Payton. Um, new Pania we were talking about the other day as well. There's heaps to check out as well as... The more We've got more classics.
0: Adding more into uh, our rotation of classic records to celebrate New Zealand Music Month, as we've been doing all month. We haven't added any international acts. Simply homegrown goodness. Um, we had on there, in particular, one that I'm really fan of uh, is the Mellow Downs and Bailey Wiley, the anthem, which is... Like a very monumental song in New Zealand hip hop. Mm. I'm very glad to see it And there. Any, any favourites for you from the classic uh, like?
1: Sophie by Goodshirt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Huge tune. I also realized it's on like an ad for a car the other day. Oh, really? That. But the music video is iconic. If you haven't seen this music video, or don't remember it. It's this one shot and it's a girl with headphones, who I can only assume is Sophie, um, just sitting in her house and she's just getting robbed in the background. And oh, she's just so yeah. Sweet, so fun. So I like to.
0: Yeah, I do remember the music video. The song, not so much. But I need to go back and listen to it. I need to run through this classic list. There's a lot of music in the classics that we've added that I didn't necessarily grow up on. Oh, so it's quite really. cool to get introduced to to some of this different music.
1: I've been trying to get Atlas Crawl on this list, as everyone knows. But they don't have the song hard. on Spotify. If anyone... Do you remember... The video is also amazing. It's like out before they did it up and they're all just like on the ground. They're like, something's happening. Far between the cracks. Yeah. But it's not on Spotify. So this is my moment in which I ask um, all my legions of fans and followers to just like hit up um, Atlas and tell them to put Crawl on Spotify. That would be really... It'd be great. Really, it would be big for me. Freebie, yeah. It'd be really good.
0: Well, We've only got one more week of New Zealand Music Month. If, if Now or never. Now you or know never. Know.
1: Come on, guys. Red, White and Brass recently became one of the elite films to gross over a million dollars in New Zealand.
0: Bati bati, um, bati, You
1: watched it, you wrote a review on it. Tell me a little bit about the movie.
0: Uh, it is inspired by the true story of this church band that was basically assembled to go and perform at the Matematanga game back in, I want to say it was like 2014. Um, and it's, it's great. It really is something special, considering, too, that it is based off of this true story um, makes it all the more funnier. And it was like a really... I don't know if I've seen a PI film done as well as Red, White & Brass in a long time. And when mm. I say well, I mean... I have an issue with some Busfika films and productions where sometimes I feel like we are the butt of the joke, mm. not we are making the joke we're the butt of the joke. And, and it just felt like people of all walks of life could watch red wine and brass and laugh with us and not laugh at us Mm. um and not only that it's just a very inspirational story and 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 it goes on to sort of explain that it was more than just this like oh we just want to go and watch the game um we're gonna make a band and get free tickets it was also actually like hey we're going to represent Tonga in the best way possible Mm. it is a very inspirational film it's a very beautiful film if you haven't seen it I implore you to go and check it out um and JP in the lead role is so good there were a lot of great like there's just some there's some great there's there's this one dude in here he's like a crip and um he like walks past this little French girl and he's like au revoir cuz and it was just like the best <laughs> the best thing I've ever I've never laughed that hard in a film like it was yeah it was really good congratulations to the to the cast and crew and the team behind Red Wine and Brass on reaching over a million dollars in revenue yeah ma'am that is crazy uh,
1: not a lot of films have done it in yeah, local what? films so like in 2020 there were only 31 films like lo- this is like locally made local like mm. you know made in New Zealand um, only 31 films have done it including 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 cousins, um, well cousins now. Savage Whale Rider Mm -hmm. and our highest-grossing like New Zealand super local film um, is Hunt for the Wilder People. Still the highest-grossing.
0: So this is like within in twenty twenty in in our history. Yeah, only thirty films. Thirty one. Thirty one films. So not just in the year twenty twenty.
1: No, no, no. Okay, all right. No, yeah, that would have been. I mean, you know, that's like that's what um but it, when you look at it more like broadly if so i it was made in new zealand or like directed by a new zealander mm. obviously avatar sort of comes in at number one mm. and then it's like uh return of the king and then couple of the first two hobbits then two towers fellowship and then the lord other of the rings and all that, yeah. i mean all the lord yeah. lord of the rings is, is which is like fair enough Best movies ever made.
0: Lord of the Rings is his.
1: Lord of the Rings is his girl. It's Hot, like crumbs on his jacket. Says, "Don't even worry about it."
0: It's like the Godfather for like I don't know people that like swords. I mean, it's a trilogy about you
1: got me there. Yeah, um, but you know, Lord of the Rings, Friend of the King, uh, most Oscars ever tied with I believe Titanic and. Oh, been her, one of the old ones. Mm. But best movie, best movies ever made. Yeah. Someone make a better movie, then yeah, I'll watch it. I'll say it's a better movie, but I haven't seen one yet. So, <laughs> uh, just saying, just saying. Uh, but yeah, no. Nah, it's so I really want to see Red White and Brass. I was meaning to watch it after your review, mm. and then I never got around to it. So now I'm definitely going to watch it to give them a million in seventeen dollars because yeah. I think that's how much a movie ticket is, unless it's like $40. no. I think
0: it's. I want to say it's out of cinemas, but it, I imagine it will be on streaming and rental soon regardless however you do it you should check it out like it's so good also
1: read all my review we'll reshare it on instagram and facebook mm. today give it a read it's really really good it's amazing
0: let's ask the important question mm. one that will define a generation one that i think our children will be talking about for years to come where were you when instagram went down may 2023
1: you were on twitter
0: i was i was yeah i was at home actually to be more specific uh you
1: it was terrifying mm. it was so scary i was um trying to tell my boyfriend all the details of my doctor's appointment that he did not ask for mm. and they weren't going through and i'm like well what do i do now
0: wait do you message that's how you communicate with your boyfriend is like on instagram, on instagram you don't text yeah.
1: no we're just like on instagram because we both got free data i think i've got like unlimited data. don't use messenger no, cause I don't really be on Facebook and stuff. Okay, no, yeah, yeah, I don't know, yeah, I yeah. I'm not like judging. That. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I know people actually curious. bring that up a bit. They're like, "Oh, really?" Yeah. Instagram. I'm like, I don't know. I guess we just started there and then just carried on there. Anyway, this mm. is not the point. So that
0: app is important to you.
1: It is important to your me. Life. Um, and I couldn't watch any little clippies or mm. stuff. I like to scroll through. I couldn't see what Campestris had been up to that day. I couldn't even look at Demois. You know, what are the celebrities doing? Where have they been spotted? I had no idea what was going on. Mm. And then I tried to go back on Twitter and I hated it again. It was hard. I went,
0: like, as soon as, as soon as soon like, any app goes down, I go to Twitter and I check it. Because then I just know that it's not just me. That's yeah. how I know. It's like, YouTube's not working. I go to Twitter and it's like, everyone's like, oh, my God, YouTube will oh, okay, all right. I thought it
1: was just me and I, I deleted and uninstalled and reinstalled the app.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. So and then I realized
1: check. I don't know my password. You to check. So numbers. then that was a whole other thing trying to get back in. Well, so
0: can I just highlight? If Instagram's down, nobody goes to Facebook and tweets and, and like, Facebook posts status.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Is everybody else's
0: Instagram down? You don't go to Facebook for that. No. Twitter is the place you go to find out is something down. Are we all experiencing this at the exact same moment? And that's where I went. And everybody, everybody acted like the world was on fire. (laughs) I honestly really don't use Instagram like that. Like, I, I like, just go on Instagram. I post and then I kind of just, like, jump off. Like I don't really like browse it, so it just so happened that I opened it to look at work stuff, and I was like, "Oh, nothing is working." It was down for like a couple hours too.
1: It was down for a while. I remember once when Facebook and Instagram were down for like a whole day.
0: It was yeah, our minds. But it was good
1: because I had heaps of work to do on Facebook at my job, like scheduling stuff, and I was like, "Oh no, what I am I going to do?" Go t- <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like Instagram going down is pretty bad. Twitter going down. I mean, like they're all. So integral to our everyday lives. But you better never take away my TikTok.
1: I that mean, is, man. Next on the list. You need to kill some time. TikTok's great for TikTok that. TikTok's
0: great for killing time. Just
1: munching up some of my life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Joining us on the show today, our illustrious guest joining me uh, in the studio is the creative director for t tail Takeover, Tori Tafoor. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today.
4: Thank you for having me.
0: Um, no, the t Tell Takeover is something brand new. Um, And I suppose I just kind of want to hear how you would introduce what exactly the T-Tel Takeover is to somebody who might not know what it is.
4: Awesome. Um, So, I guess I should start from the beginning of this whole situation. Our family has a not-for-profit organization that's solely focused on breast cancer, Mm. um, funding for that, generating money to come in for that, um, because my mum was actually diagnosed with that about 10 years ago now. Um, And so, for a long time, we had been dedicating our... I guess, what would you call it? Our time and effort into generating funds for that specific cause. Um, Now, however, I'm a lot older. Obviously, that was 10 10 years ago, so I'm a lot older. I have three young children. And my outlook on what I think is important is a little bit different. And so, coming from a creative background... And seeing my children go through the schooling system, I saw a huge need for funds in the creative arts sector because if anything's getting cut first, it's that. Mm. And um, I just want I just want children to have access to funds to kind of help their growth in that area. Mm. So, when we were thinking about what we were going to do this year for our um giving, Every year it's usually based around the Breast Cancer Foundation or giving to that kind of cause. And this year I kind of wanted to focus on something that I was more passionate about. And we came up with a way, well, with the idea of generating funds for schools for this specific creative sector. Mm. Um, We were trying to come up with millions of ideas of how to do that. And then, I don't know, it just kind of came to me like, I'm a mum of three. I forever need tea towels, like, all the time, because we were like, what do, do mums need? They need wipes, they need all of these things, but actually they don't last long, mm. and they're just disposable. You can just throw them away. Like, what do we need that is easy, that everybody needs, that every household needs, doesn't matter who you are? Basically, if you have a house or if you live somewhere, you need a tea towel. Mm. And at the same time, what you can do with that tea towel to make it more than just that. Mm. Um, basically, a tea towel is a blank canvas for anything. And so to use a tea towel and put a creative mark on it, like a piece of art, then that would also incorporate the creative side of a piece of material. Mm. Um, And so we were like, perfect, we're gonna sell tea towels. And then the journey kind of just started from there. Um, Let's get artists from New Zealand around and get some designs in. Let's, um, I guess, do that and try and sell tea towels within schools to generate funds for the creative arts sector. Mm.
0: So like in the same way, I suppose that like when we were kids, you'd get a box of candy bars and you'd sell the candy bars for the fundraiser for the school. That's basically the same principle, but it's instead of candy bars, tea towels.
4: Basically. And at the same time, it also promotes the artists that are working for this as well. Mm. Um, And at the same time as well as that, I I have so many friends in the creative art sector, like Amanda, for instance, who is our fundraising coordinator. Um, she at schools, there's not a lot of funding for creativeness, and so a lot of our a lot of the time that we're doing something for our children or doing something for the kids, it's pro bono. Mm. It's asked if you can do this. We don't have money for it. Can you do this for free? And of course, we're going to say yes because it's for our babies, mm. but the need for funding in that specific sector is so important. And it's so that our people, our creative people can get paid and you can make this a living and you can be something more than what the school system thinks you should be.
0: Yeah. And I think too, you know, as, I think as young Basvika, I always love the idea of doing things for our people and, and, and being there for our people. But there's also at the same time, as we say that we all got bills to pay, exactly. you know, and we got families to feed and things like that. And, and, you know, it would be nice if we can still do those things for our youth, but also be able to make a living off exactly. of it. Eh? Right, so that's fair enough. And I really like the the tittles. I like the concept. I think just as a, from a sustainable point of view, yeah. it's just much better than like candy bars. Like a like, like a exactly. like immediately, it's a tangible thing you can take home and exactly. like um, don't be uh, a paper towel. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like um, and by the way, I saw some of the details, I think posted on your Instagram. Who are the yeah. artists that you have featured for this year?
4: So. um... Our first design is from Langway Studio down in Christchurch, and it's a collaboration of six of the artists. Mm-hmm. So they've all put in a piece for the kids and um, created this epic kind of flash piece design. And then our other artist, um, Quinn Tohitao, and he's from Tamaki. So and he's a New Ayan artist, which he created a he created a tupper cloth type of um, vibe for our second piece. Mm.
0: That's so cool. I really like that it's like not only benefiting future young Pasifika creators, but it's also benefiting present exactly. Waswika creatives. Exactly, and
4: that's the whole point of it. I mean, like with chocolate bars and stuff, yeah, you can generate funds into your school, but it ends there. Hmm. Whereas this, it's a win-win for everybody that's involved. You've got artists that are now putting their artwork on designs for tea towels that might go out to hundreds of thousands of, of homes in New Zealand, hmm. which therefore promotes them and their artwork, and then people know them that maybe didn't know them before. And then it also creates funds into the schools for our children who deserve to have money put into what they're good at.
0: Amen. Now, where's the best place for people to go and learn more about what Titao Takeover is and possibly support the team?
4: Um, Well, firstly, you can go onto our website, which is www.wikidsupport.co.nz and Wicked spelt W-I-K-I-D, which is my maiden name, Wiki wicked. Um let's go. Um <laughs> and otherwise you can follow us on Instagram which is the T Tail Takeover and that basically has all of the fun information that you would need. Mm. Um so yeah, if you follow us on Instagram everything will be up on there.
0: Wonderful. I uh, I'm really excited for you and the team. It's just it's genuinely such a cool idea. Thank you. And I really hope to to see this blossom into not only being like a an incredible way for people to fundraise but also just like an incredible way to to talk our, other brown people in the creative industry.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: sorry, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. The T-Tel Takeover, make sure you follow them on social media, stay up to date, and tell your friends. And if you know people that are principals, you're like,
1: hey, T-Tel Takeover, check it out. Over the weekend, I went to two different gigs because, you know, music and culture, mm. kind of our thing. Trust us. I went to one gig on Saturday that was an ambient noise gig in a church. I saw
0: that. I was, I've never seen a gig in a church that's not a choir
1: oh man I've, you know what emo bands always be playing in churches don't ask me why it's just something about us and it's always all ages and there's like a bunch of 14 year olds there I love it but anyway went to that that was great then I went to like a house party gig where everyone was dressed as a cowboy and a band played in the living room um, it was Melanie and they were great um, what was it hold
0: on I just so the listeners can also enjoy this What was the name of the event?
1: you all alternative.
0: That's why everyone everyone was dressed like cowboys. Cowboys.
1: It was really good. They did lots of covers. um, Mm. And I kept making this joke that no one got, which no one's going to get and you're not going to get. But I was just like, play Pine Grove. And someone's going to listen to it. Someone's going to get it. Anyway, moving right on. Um, It's also, last week was the 10-year anniversary of iconic Clippy What the F is Up Denny's. And for those not familiar with What the F is Up Denny's, Uh, Google that and then also it's it's a clip of like a hardcore band performing in a Denny's and everyone's going nuts and like moshing and thrashing around and I started thinking we need to do more gigs in more weird-ass places because it's fun. It's a vibe. Like, I want to see Shepherds Rain playing in, like, the deli section of A Countdown mm. or, like, Alien Weaponry playing in one of the unfinished tunnels in the Auckland CBD. Like, let's get weird with it. Like, it's fun to me.
0: I want to see Catch a Fire perform on the Western Line train. From Odehu to cool. Brumat, Like, I just feel like... Oh, that's, South that's Southern. Yeah, you know, like, I just want to... Yeah. I like the idea of, like, shows in, like, weird places. I'm tired of going to normal places.
1: Yeah, man. I'd just be going to the same, like, four venues. Because yeah. I listen to, like, the same music all the time. But, give me like, an experience. I'm bored. Like, give me something new.
0: I would like to see more yeah i think just the idea of like gigs being in untraditional places is like such a cool thing i've always like it's like i know it's not like outrageous but like it's always why i've enjoyed watching hip-hop gigs at say auckland town hall Mm. because it's just feels like a place we're not supposed to be Mm. you know so it feels good so like i like to see more of that kind of thing where it's just like bands in like weird places you know what though it it does happen because sometimes like you know, like Sean Kingston comes to New Zealand and he performs at like some random bar. He played in South at the Auckland. Lower
1: Hut Library Theatre. Yeah. When he came to the hut it was a big night for us all.
0: It's so random we like some of these artists, like these really big international artists, like Wow's performing at WTF bar in, in Monaco and you're like, Why? But cool. Why is he there? Like why is he at a Republic Bar and Kitchen at the mall? <laughs> like, why is this happening? But I'd like to yeah, I wanna see I wanna see more like your alternative is just, like, hilarious. Like, I'd like to see more of that kind of thing from, like, especially brown artists. I just think it would be so funny.
1: What Cowboy themed, and it's at, like... A ranch and someone's like playing guitar on a horse maybe yeah that's cool i'm all for get it get conceptual with it i mean in k-pop right there's a video at the moment where they're dancing on top of a plane and then they jump oh. off the side of the plane really? like more of that more of that
0: more of that um we'll chuck a poll up on the tahi instagram page um where is the weirdest place you've been to for like a live music gig let us know we'll read your answers out on thursday okay so uh for you listening and not watching evie and i uh squeezed together on one couch and our manager has decided to join us this morning on my chair can i specify he said oh no i can't sit on the couch i i need my own chair. you guys need to so yeah. i've been kicked off of my chair
3: well because we're doing a bit you can't do the bit we with me sitting We don't know what
1: the bit is, you've just come in Announced that <laughs> and there's also, some sort of bit And then taken a chair When we were prepping
0: for the show This whiteboard came out And it used to drive me nuts Because this white, like Just anxiety inducing this whiteboard Because it always was like all of the critiques And things like that, and I get the feeling that now We're seeing it again It is once again to critique
3: us
1: Uh, you know, Just wrong. be honest with me
3: Harry you're not 100% wrong. It's for feedback.
1: All right, all right, all right, all, so all right. So we're a pretty,
3: pretty open show. Feedback is just a nice word for, you know, critiques.
1: Uh, you yeah, can have constructive on, constraint. We might, we might get a compliment. Not Let him do it. We might get a compliment. You can have constructive constraint. Welcome, critiques. Harry. Thank our you. Best and cool... First words. time on Be camera. Nice to him. First time <laughs> on the show, our boss. Not Harry. i Harry.
3: Um, so last Thursday was our 10th show. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, good. So We're ten, 10 shows down. This is the 11th. Mm. I was going to do this bit last Thursday to celebrate the 10th show, but then I got robbed. Um, oh, yeah. So I had to go home that day in <laughs> Harry, the morning. Harry I got it. Harry yeah, actually got, got
1: straight up broken into it. Yeah. yeah, I got yeah. a
3: message in the flat chat being like, yeah, someone was in our house and had stolen things last yeah, night. Yeah. So I had to go. Definitely. But let's just pretend this is last Thursday. Okay. okay. And this is the 10th show. So I thought what I'd do is I've come up with a couple of different categories. And I'm going to give you you two a score out of 10 on those categories to celebrate 10 shows in the bag. I can't, can't wait for this. And I've brought my whiteboard. Oh, you, you, you remember this whiteboard as being feedback when we were getting ready to launch the show. We yeah.
1: named it, what did we name it? Gomez.
3: <laughs> mm. Gomez the whiteboard? Yeah. I remember it as um, probably my most trusted companion and someone that's helped us a lot, and it's going to continue helping us.
1: Neither of us are the most resident companion. It's a frickin' whiteboard.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I love this whiteboard so so much. (laughs) It it everywhere. Um, We'll get underway. I'm going to write comically large numbers on this comically large whiteboard for visual purposes. Okay. And, um, yeah, I'll I'll announce the category, and you can have a little guess if you want on what you're going to get scored, and then I'm going to bring you back down to earth, probably. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so the first category for a score out of 10 based on how you two have been doing is passion for New Zealand music. Oh mate, that that's a 10. 11. Okay, I'm not I'm not the tight ty- I'm not the 110% guy.
1: Yay! So you get a 10, 10
3: for that one. Gosh. Nice. The next one, while I get the whiteboard reprepped, professionalism. Oh. Oh. Uh.
1: I would give oh. I would give I would give us collectively between the two of us like a sort like seven and a half. Seven, seven and a half.
3: Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. I feel like so knows a bit better. I already know where this is going. Spin it around, bud. Spin it around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Actually a little higher than I expected it, but sixes. <laughs> what were you sixes as
3: well. Hey, you know. If it was on air professionalism, you're like a nine, mm. but... Off here, professionalism <laughs> around the office. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if, it's definitely a six. We need to do a second podcast, which is like... You know on TV how they have the watershed? It's like after a certain time. It's like before we record... And it can only be heard through secret measures. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm famous. Not, I'm
1: not accepting that. You can give that to Saul if you want. <laughs> but I've been here a minute. I wear a blazer. I'm nice to everyone. I say, I'm sending these emails. I'm hanging out by the cooler talking to people about their kids. I don't care about their kids. I'm being professional. No, now I'm being unprofessional. We, we might have to speed this
3: it. up a little bit, so right, go, go. Y- you can no longer express your feeling. You just have to go on to the next one. <laughs> um, use of the word illustrious. Oh, oh. Mate. once a show, sometimes twice a show. Ten. ten. Just because, ten. Yeah. because yeah. no one else uses it. Mm. By using it just once, you're already at a ten. Yeah. going <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. gonna
3: say, the next one, and I don't have to change the number, spoiler, oh. is Surviving.
0: Oh, that was a great oh, joke. Yeah. Not just Surviving on yeah,
3: podcasts, yeah. but it's a tough world out there, team. And we're all surviving <laughs> together. So well done. Thanks, Harry. Thank you. Nice. A little bit of motivation for you. You've got to pick your back half after that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Professionalism. Yeah, like, yeah. Breaking us down um, and building us back up. Again, I'm just going to leave the whiteboard this way. We've got a lot of tens happening. Tens across the board. Um, anime and reality TV show content. You did that all by yourself Evie, congratulations It's the
1: only thing I'm good at In the
3: whole world Now we have to change the score Oh
1: Oh. no! So
3: have a little bit of speculation About what you're going to get for your Singing score
0: I mean mate If there was a time for an 11 I feel like this would be it We sounded really
1: delusionally I think we sounded really good I think we sounded great
0: for context. Harry has been a music director in most of his radio career for the last couple of years. So I'm gonna genuinely say it's like around a round of one. It's okay. I won't take it personally, dude.
3: I won't take it. An eight. An eight. It's
1: yeah, pretty good, man. It's not bad. It's not, not bad. bad. That's not bad. I think bad. anyone
3: that goes on camera and is happy for their singing voice to mm-hmm. go public deserves kudos. Yeah. I'm
1: happy to sing any song. Why I didn't want. you say that about?
3: Uh, okay. This one is actually single targeted so i'm sorry for that um it's definitely me so amalo your ability to pronounce names of famous celebrities
0: it's a 10. it's a 10.
3: do we remember uh rihanna rihanna one yeah i heard harry
0: the other day say florida instead of florida
1: I, think, I can't think of a time where you've pronounced a celebrity name really badly, apart mm. from apart from that one time. That we it's spelled just... that way! <laughs> that is how you would say it if it was... It's like oh, how the like Kardashians call Kanye Kanye. Mm. Rehana. Mm.
3: And that has been the On Air Performance Review. Congratulations. Do we get pay rises after this? Uh, the pay rises are just based on the professionalism score what was that again it was, was a six
1: so a, a 600% pay rise hey! I'll take a 6% <laughs> I'll take
0: increase I'll take I'll take six cents on the dollar bro <laughs> I'll
1: take a petrol discount
0: we're on camera every day do you know how much this, these sweatsuits cost <laughs> do
1: you <laughs> have my is, makeup
0: Kmart has gone up vibe. the price is not alright get out of my chair dude. Right. I'm not 6, fair enough yeah. thanks Harry thank you thanks
1: Harry my head at
0: that alright okay that's enough of that I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get a cup of coffee and um I might go see HR after this
1: yeah I'm keen i yeah, not anything um, yeah.
0: anyway hope you have a wonderful Tuesday we'll see you Thursday until we see you then we say till fast Four and
1: eats. bye